0: Welcome to another edition of Stokes and Folks. I'm here today with what I think is going to be a very interesting topic. Representative Kelly Miles from, uh, let's see, South Ogden area. That's correct. And President Williams from Dixie State University. Welcome.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the invitation.
0: So today we're going to talk about what I think is one of the uh, most interesting and hottest topics on Utah's Capitol Hill, which is the name change of Dixie State University. And what I'd, what I'd like to do is I'm going to give a brief primer, and President Williams, you tell me if, uh, if I'm off base at any point. But as I understand it, your student, your student um, Senate had voted to, for the name change. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. The executive branch of the student association. Okay.
0: And then the board of trustees has voted for a name change.
2: Yeah, that was unanimous. And
0: then the Utah state board of regents has voted for a name change.
2: That was unanimous as well.
0: And then it came out of house rules, went to, uh, went to committee and the committee voted the name change out. Um, it was a little. It wasn't a unanimous vote, but it was close.
1: It was. It was close. It it appeared before the House Education Committee,
0: and um, and it came out, and then it went to the uh, House floor, and uh, on the House floor, it passed the House, went to the Senate, and that's where it it uh, sits now in the Utah State Senate. So, tell me a little bit about. Uh, uh, representative, why you decided to be the champion of this, and why why you're doing it, and maybe not someone from uh, Southern Utah. Good question. I, I guess I'm just
1: a glutton for punishment. But uh, I've uh, I've sat on the higher education appropriations committee now for four years, and actually have the opportunity to chair it this year, and so. When uh, it looked like uh, we were going to need a sponsor for the bill, I thought that uh, it would be appropriate for myself. We don't have a higher education standing committee, so we have a lot of crossover in the appropriations committee. And it was something that I believed in passionately, so it was easy for me to get on board. And I just thought it made sense to have someone outside right there, caught up in all the middle of things because there are representatives and senators for and against it in the community. And uh, so I was uh, grateful for the opportunity. I don't know how grateful I am now, but uh, it, it's been a good experience. And
0: have, have you received uh, more emails on this topic than any other bill this session?
1: Oh, without question. Without question. Early on in the process, especially. I think uh, uh, before it actually went to the education committee, and, um, knowing that, uh, um, it very well could come out of that committee and to the house floor. And then I think when I signed on as sponsor, then, then they even came more and they were more specifically directed. And I have to say they were very passionate on both sides. I am very well written and very thoughtful you know, a lot of times you get uh, form ladders. Sure. And you get a few of those, but this generated a lot of a lot of concern and a lot of debate, as well as it ought to. It's not something that we should take lightly.
0: President, President Williams, I can only imagine what it's been like uh, in your community. Uh, have you received the same kind of emails uh, that Representative Miles has received?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, mine started a lot earlier. It started more in the June area. It, b- before we even started discussing it, I started getting emails of don't change the name. And that was preempted by our hospital. i changed their name. And so everyone assumed we were next. So I, I've i been receiving emails from uh, about June until now.
0: I, I will tell you a, a personal uh, story. And I'm sure that that you're experiencing this and you know th- this is a hard topic to talk talk about because it talks a little bit about you know the history of of uh Dixie and I'll, I'm sure I'll start getting phone calls as well but I was uh I was I went into a candy store uh, a couple of days ago and I knew the person who was uh, working there. She happened to be a missionary of my parents uh, when they served in the North Carolina Raleigh Mission. And uh, she was asking me about the legislature, and I, I said, well, you know, one of the things I'm I'm quite passionate about is the name change of Dixie. And she said, I just don't think they should do it. And I said, I, I understand that there is a history and tradition here uh, but i said i don't know if you you know everybody says this has nothing to do with the you know war between the states. this has nothing to do with uh slavery this has nothing to do with um how we treat um uh folks uh black black citizens of our state and country this has and I said, but the name of the university was Dixie. They flew the the Confederate flag. The name of the yearbook was con- the Confederate. The mascot was the Rebel. Rodney, the Rebel, right? Um, and and they the student body officers used to have slave auctions where they auctioned off service. And when I finished telling her that, she paused and she said, "I had no idea," and I think. And she said, then the name should be changed. Uh, I think a lot of people don't understand that, that that history is deep even within that Confederate flag. So I'm sure both of you have people that are very exercised on, have had, you know, on both sides of the aisle. But I want to I want to keep talking about the legislative process that we're we're in right now. So uh, you got it out of committee. We did, we did. So uh, it came out of committee with a favorable
1: recommendation, and uh, we argued it on the floor a little over a week ago, and uh, there was a a good healthy debate. We argued. There was arguments for and against. Um, uh, we explained how the process went it seemed to be that the major, the most pushback came from the local residents that didn't feel like they had been heard. And, and I don't think that's fair to the, to the process. And perhaps President Williams can address that a little bit more. But ultimately, it came out with a higher vote in favor. It was, I think it was 51 to 20. And so the House overwhelmingly supports this change. And we recognize that it's not a popular vote, it isn't, and um, we're not we're not asking uh, the state as a whole to, to weigh in. Um, the The purpose for our higher our, our Utah institutions of higher learning is to uh, their primary charge is to educate and prepare students for the workforce, and I think that rang true with uh, with the House at least that uh, this is coming between that charge of preparing students. They're getting pushback because even though I don't think – even even though some of those things happened in the past that you referred to, I don't think that's how the community looks at it. They haven't adopted a racist tone towards it. It means integrity and hard work and, and the Dixie of the South. And we recognize that. But unfortunately, in today's day and age, we don't live in a nation and in a region that sees
0: it that way, and hence the need for the change. So right. right. And I think we I think we view this a little differently in Utah. I mean, we don't we haven't seen all of this growing up. I mean, I've lived my whole life here, except for four years outside of the the state, and so. Uh, but but one of the things that does because I followed this all along, President, and so I've I've watched what you've been through. So when people say there's not been a discussion about this, I'd love for you to kind of outline the process that you've been through because you knew this was not going to be a uh, you know something that that was going to be easy to, to change. And I think you're doing it with purest intent, trying to give a diploma and a degree to students uh, that they can be proud of, having it hang on their wall, the student athletes you have that are out representing the school. So I know you knew how important it was, and I knew you had gone through a process, but maybe you could tell the listeners what that process has been like.
2: Sure. When this started back in, you know, like I mentioned before, at the beginning of the podcast, uh, Dixie Regional Medical Center came to us and they said, you know, we're, we're going to change your name. They wanted to give us a heads up. And so at that time, we just thought, OK, we're going to listen. And that was exactly what we were doing. We started getting uh, as as normal uh, graduates that were writing to us saying, you know, uh, I've had some issues with this on my resume. And we were just listening, and as things kind of escalated this summer, we decided to go out and just start talking to people. And we talked to over 170 people: stakeholders, business owners, neighbors, anyone that uh, mayors, uh, city council, uh, women and men, and really just wanted to hear to say, you know, this is is heating up. What are you thinking? And every one of them had said, you know, this is going to be very very interesting for our community. We've done this for the past 30 years. Uh, It seems like every five years we have this debate, and the underlining uh, theme was you got to have a process. You really have to study this out, and so we looked at what processes were in place before, and it really has been just about a popularity process. In the past, it's been, do you like the Dixie name or you don't? Well, we know that everybody loves the word Dixie. I love the word Dixie. The the community loves the word Dixie. But what we needed to know is, is there an impact on our students with this name? We didn't know that. We've never studied it. And so we decided to hire the Cicero Group, which is a reputable research firm uh, out of Salt Lake. And we asked them, we need to know the good, bad, and ugly. But we need to make sure, as you mentioned, that everyone knows the whole story. It can't be just whether or not you like the Dixie name. Let's put everything out there and see if we have a problem. See if students are are being hindered by the name, whether or not they're getting a job. See if we tell the cotton mission story, if people gravitate to, yes, you can keep that. And so Cicero did a study and uh, it was a very thorough study. It's a valid study. Uh, Some people are debating that, but if any good statistician looks at it, it's a valid study. And we found that there are negative impacts um, for our students. And uh, we surveyed over 3,000 of our community members. And the impact is a little bit different in that it's not the popularity, it's whether or not there's a, there's an, a negative impact. And so you're looking at 4%, 5%, 6%. You're, you're worried about every student when you look at impact. Your name should not have any negative impact on your students, and we found that they did. And so we've been through a process. There's been some local coalitions that we involved. They were very against us. They still are very against us. When Cicero Group was creating their survey, they actually sat down with them. And a portion of the survey was crafted towards their desires and what it was. So we feel like we've been very inclusive uh, with the community and, and, and making sure people know which direction we're going.
0: It, it's, you know, any advantage or disadvantage to a student getting a job ought to clearly be in consideration. And I I think that what the governor said on this, um, I think last week, uh, if, if people still want to have a parochial school, small, um, then, you know, keep the name. If they want to be a world-class institution that they can be and are, then we ought to look Ought to look at a, a name change and he's been he's been supportive of that. But it is an opportunity. I mean, universities don't get to change their names that often to retool for a for the future. And um, I see what's happening in the world and how you know, the economy is changing. The degrees that people need are changing. And what an opportunity it really is for the university to say, look, let's retool. And you, and the bill has a process, right, to change for the name, what the new name will be.
1: Representative, what does that look like? uh, Absolutely. So, so what the bill asks is it asks the, the Dixie State Board of Trustees, Dixie State University's Board of Trustees, to create this process and get additional input from the community and uh, come up with a name. I think the deadline is November 1st, where they they have to present the name to the uh, state board, Utah State Board of Higher Education, and then that state board of higher education can either approve or disapprove. And uh, once it's presented to the state board of higher education, then they'll approach the Interim Committee, that same House Education Interim Committee, and uh, that committee, uh, and it'll happen before our next general session.
0: And then it have to come back and be voted on in the next general session it, the final to finalize the name? That's absolutely correct. It has to. And
1: you asked me a little bit about the process, and I wanted to take it one step further because it seems to be held up in the Senate right now, and that's concerning to the House because – We went through the process of having the bill go through um, rules committee. Your listeners probably understand we work the same way as the U.S. Senate and House, only a lot more efficient and better. No no question. Yeah, And, um, and we go through rules committee. The rules committee assigns it to a committee. The rules committee can sit on it, but they better have a good reason as to why they're sitting on it. And our rules committee passed it out to the education committee. Education committee did its job, sent it to the House floor. The House floor did its job. Now the Senate needs to do their job. Now it goes through the same process over the, at the Senate. It's in their rules committee now, and it needs to come out of the rules committee so there can be a debate on the Senate side. If there's not the support, then it'll be voted down. If there is the support, then then it hopefully, which is what we hope for, as the sponsor, of course, I would hope for that, and then, if that's the case, then it would go to the governor, who's indicated from his statements that he would support
0: it yeah it, it always it always makes me laugh because i've heard this a thousand times, if not uh, once. Uh, you know, this is too important of a matter to have held up in committee. It needs to go to the full floor for a thorough debate on this topic. I've heard that a hundred times in a committee um, to try to get a bill out of committee. And in this case, as has been reported on in the press, it is sitting in, it is sitting in a, um, the The Senate caucus actually yeah. took a position that they wanted to delay it by a year, and let me let me just outline what I believe that does by delaying it a year. Um, this is ripe now it 's gone through a lot of work, many, many people have had to stand up either for or against, and many people have done the right thing and stood up for and So to delay it another year only postpones the eventuality and the agony that's going to occur over another year. Sometimes it's best to get tough decisions taken care of and done with so that you can move on to the next item. But I can only imagine another year of, you know, the North and the South, if you will, fights <laughs> uh, down, in, down in Washington County. And um, it's it's really a situation where... I understand that Washington County, the citizens of Washington County, feel a direct ownership in this university. Um, I don't think the citizens of Washington County want to pay the full freight for the university, um, and this is a statewide institution that all of us pay uh, the freight on. And so uh, although I do appreciate their desire to keep to keep the name It's a statewide uh, university. And so I I can see them trying to run the clock out. I'm sure that you're battle-worn president and worn out. And I can only imagine the high fives you get in the grocery store and the scowls you get in the grocery store. And I, I can't even imagine raising a family living with I my dad was a a school the school board president in Box Elder County and I just remember as a kid sometimes I was a hero by my teachers uh, and sometimes I was an SOB by my teachers and so I can only imagine what your family's going through the strain it's put on you that's certainly not the only reason to get it taken care of this year but it's got to be it's got to be rough so The next process is then for the Senate to allow it to go to a committee and for the, um, the, I guess, the caucus to say to the Senate president, look, this should move on, it should go to the full floor, Uh, should come out of committee and uh, I, I have a hunch that had a secret ballot been cast in caucus, uh, it probably would have overwhelmingly passed to come out. But I think, you know, you've got some powerful state senators um, from your area that are trying to to uh, keep it bottled up. I can appreciate they're trying to do what their constituents want to do. But a secret ballot at the caucus probably would have, you know, sent it right to the floor. In the couple of minutes we have remaining president any any closing thoughts of things we didn't cover here?
2: Well, just to add on to the the Senate, you know we're hopeful that they're gonna they're going to allow us to to hear this and debate this uh, last week uh, President Adams and Senator Ibsen was interviewed, and they said they're working towards compromise. We haven't been uh, contacted yet on what that compromise will be. We'll of course uh, listen to them and work with them, but we're still waiting we're we're very hopeful that this is not going to uh, you know, be delayed a year because you're absolutely right. It's very toxic for our university. It's very toxic for our community. But I think what people need to rem- remember is this is about the students. This is nothing more than about the students. We know that these students are having a problem when they go outside the state and the, ne- the word Dixie is on the resume. We know that employers are concerned. We know that alumni are concerned. We know that uh, 41% of our funnel that's coming to us as a recruitment is being affected. And so this is about the students. This is in favor of them. I think you're going to see the students on the Hill this week. They've heard that this is not going to be heard, and, and they want it to be heard. So. Uh, this is about the future of Dixie State University. This is about building a premier university. We have the uh, building blocks. We've had a very successful strategic plan the last five years. Building into this polytechnic model, the next five years is very exciting. Even our accreditors, when we had a site visit, it was a love fest. Usually when you go through your accreditation site uh, site visit, they have a few things they are ding and yawn. Uh, we had a Zoom call and they, it was kudos. It was, look at what you've accomplished in the last five years. Look what you're about to accomplish. So this is about the future of Dixie State. It's about the future of serving the state of Utah. And this is a special place. It will always be a special place.
0: Representative?
1: Quickly, um, I I appreciate President Williams' comments. And uh, Dixie State's direction in uh, academic vision, their growth trajectory, it supports perhaps a name change with Polytechnic in it, to send that message. And we as legislators here, you know that, Spencer, we all have tools that we use to pass and to hold up legislation. And, and I understand that, but this needs to be debated on its merits. And there are a lot of organizations and associations and students in that. I think you will see the heat turned up and, and simply asking the Senate, Please let it out. Let's debate it.
0: And the Senate sponsor is
1: Michael or Mike uh, McKell.
0: a uh, former, former house member, former fr- house, freshman state Senator, uh, former
1: chair of the um, uh, higher, education. higher education appropriations.
0: Yeah. Uh, amazing. Uh, well, we look forward to uh, a positive outcome. I, I don't want to sound Pollyannish, but I believe you will get a positive outcome and, and we're all looking forward to that. So, um, thank you so much so much this has been another uh uh, edition of stokes and folks and like us if you like this broadcast and subscribe and we'll see you next week